0: Does life still happen after burgers and pints for lunch? Good question. Queen's funeral is today. Following along on the socials, website's been updated and big cast getting bigger or just more accessible. Delta Module 1, Unit 2 done and National Day. Trains all sold out. Planes kind of open. But where to go? Good question. Monday, September 19th, 2022. I'm Steven Sierski, Thanks for joining me. This here is my audio digest daily audio blog, as I call it. I publish this Monday to Friday. I live in Beijing, China, and uh, I talk about some of the things that are going on here, some of the events that uh, are uh, going on in the city and in the country, and then also some of the things that keep me busy and distracted from, well, I don't know, <laughs> some of the frustrations that can be an expat, and some of the attractions. That can be an expat as well. One of them happened this week, uh, this weekend actually, as a Plan B, a, a local watering hole, I guess you would call it, um, local pub. Um, they celebrated their 10th anniversary. So this entire month, they've been uh, marking the occasion by having uh, 2012 prices on their burgers and beer, and uh, this weekend, they actually celebrated their actual tenth anniversary, so the September seventeenth, uh, two thousand twelve, that they opened, um, and the, uh, I guess the original sort of store had a barbecue outside of the restaurant, and the owner Trevor uh, would stand outside, even in the winter, barbecuing food for customers. I don't know. I understand like the 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 impetus, like why he opened plan B, uh, because his first bar kind of got taken over. Uh, But uh, I don't know what was sort of the initial push to uh, get into the restaurant business as it is. Not only that, he did go the route of uh, being, I just want to say, just a bar, rather than a craft brewer, which is what other people did, such as Great Leap, uh, Jing A, and then even Slowboat; those guys all started around the same time, and I think Aero Factory came in a little bit later. Um, the Chinese versions of all those uh, came in probably 2017, 2018 already, so five or six years after the uh, initial sort of push of the craft beer scene, scene hitting Beijing and hitting China, uh, but uh, yeah, so Plan B has always been a place that I mean, it's talked about quite a bit, and you can see some of the pictures that they post uh, from their history. That um, it's although the bar is kind of small, its reputation is rather big, and I, I think it's not just because of where they are; it's because of the events that they've held. That they, they cater a lot. Um, they do uh, sort of like uh, catering for events and socials and stuff like that. Um, and the food's good, and they they serve proper beer. I remember they used to have. Was it Moosehead? I think they did. And then Alexander Keith's. And those are two uh, Canadian beers. Uh, I'm not sure if they ever had Kokanee, but uh, I remember they had Keith's on tap one time, uh, or at least in the early, the first few times that I went there. Uh, They haven't had it since. They now have um, Jing A on tap and another one, I think, as well. I guess it probably comes down to a lot of supply uh, chain issues still. Uh, whether or not uh, they would be able to get it in the future, good question. But I got a uh, voice clip for you guys after as I uh, was able to talk to Trevor uh, for a couple minutes. In amongst the the chaos that happens when you offer a bunch of people burgers and beers. Now it wasn't violent, it wasn't crazy, it wasn't, you know, things got out of hand. It was actually a very well-ordered structured event. Uh, met quite a few people from around the compound that, you know, you see in the morning, sometimes not not many of them, uh, because they're sort of the late goers in the morning, and they have proper jobs, so they actually have to be at work by a certain time. Uh, whereas I work from home now, quote unquote home, but uh, I do see these people walking around the uh, the neighborhood, and so we uh, finally got to talk to some of these uh, these familiar faces. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it was actually free burgers and beers, uh, as he uh, promised. Uh, the burgers were proper, I mean, they like proper meat um, with the, you know, that sliced, um, not, like the packaged cheese, processed cheese, there you go. But real pickles and lettuce, so it was all good. And then a bunch of uh, different sauces that you had to be careful because they were only in red or yellow containers, but they had different stickers on them, so you had to be careful which one, uh, which one you were trying to get. And the beer, I think it was Tiger beer that he was uh, uh, dispensing that day. Um, they also had candles for sale. This actually kind of struck me because, uh, and of all things, so this is a, a dual sort of uh, thing here where they were selling candles... And this lady was in line. She said, yeah, I just bought some candles. And I'm like, did you not just hear about the fire in Changsha? Uh, She's like, what fire in Changsha? In Changsha, there was a building that burned uh, down. Well, well, it burned up. I'm not sure if it's down now. But it was pretty much burnt out uh, as of Friday afternoon sometime. Uh, And... (laughs) this lady, you bought candles in it, you know, in these apartments and things. So where are you living? She's like, oh, I live, you know, just over there in the, in the neighborhood. And I'm looking at her going, does your, your, your building have, um, fire suppressant systems? Like the little sprinklers, uh, built in or, or, or no? She's like, well, the, you know, the floor has a, like a fire extinguisher. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, no, my fear with that, with the fire extinguisher is that you go outside to get it and then the door locks on you automatically uh, as mine does, and I still have an old key, so if I don't have a key to get into my apartment, I mean your apartment's burning, then the whole apartment is burning, and you're standing outside your apartment uh with a fire extinguisher. She was a <laughs> welcome to China. <laughs> she literally just got here um I think she she's from the states um mister where was her husband from Also from the states, but not the same city and they were in, where is it, not Kuwait, were they in? oh goodness, somewhere in the Middle East I believe, uh, just before they came here, so they are over there uh, for 12 years and they uh, came over here uh, just recently in the last month or so, met some other new people, saw some other new people, I was actually kind of surprised uh, at uh, some of the, the new faces that I see coming into the country, given the current, you know, lockdown uh things that happen they, that does tend to happen on and off here and there we don't really know where but the uh, the virus still spikes up every now and then and sure enough you got to uh well who knows uh good question if it's uh gonna wind down in the next couple months or if is it gonna spike up again don't know other than that proper burgers and pints uh and then yeah of course uh shots at the bar after, I don't I don't remember what time I got back, um, I remember waking up at midnight and going, oh, I, I'm home, okay, got it, <laughs> drink some water there, buddy, um, was able to get up uh, on Sunday morning, still do my uh, uh, two-mile run and some skipping, which I've found out is a very good uh, sort of um, post-drinking day workout, uh, it's a good way to recover, part of the recovery process, and then of course, water, 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 water. Queen's funeral, on a more somber note, so uh, the Qu- Queen Elizabeth II is being buried today, and you know, there is one thing I was going to start researching, was actually why, it's not just, there's not anti-royalists, there, <laughs> some of them tend to be from Scotland, and I guess there is, there's a history here, of course. Um, now, I derive most of my history of uh, the United Kingdom from two sources of history, one, um, The fact that it was basically a colony of the Romans way back in in the day, like in classical antiquity, which is what I studied at at university. And number two, uh, the Vikings, the series Vikings. That's uh, basically I'm going off of, uh, uh, what's his name, Uh, Ragnarok, oh goodness, yes, him and uh, his uh, exploits into you know, the United Kingdom, or the the kingdom uh, of of that time, so, I mean, I haven't really read a lot about the history of the United Kingdom, and why there are some people out there who are like, you know what, now that she's gone, maybe it's time for a change, Uh, good question, Uh, but uh, yeah, it is something I've been meaning to uh, uh, do a little bit more research on, uh, and educate myself a little bit, because I would be interested... I know the United Kingdom as a whole has a lot of history. It's one of the things that fascinates me about London itself. Actually, there's actually a couple things that fascinate me about that uh, city in particular. Uh, Number one, Lloyd's Bank. So this is like one of the, it's the oldest bank in the world. I mean, aside from, I think it's aside from the, there's one, maybe there's some Florence traders or bankers that might have like a similar length of history compared to Lloyd's Bank. But Lloyd's Bank is one of the few banks in the world that has been around for like hundreds of years. Uh, they go back to 1400s, I think. Let me double check that because I know someone's going to try to uh, fact check me on this. But Lloyd's Bank London, Lloyds of London, insurance, is it Lloyds Bank or Lloyds Insurance, Lloyds of London, oh, good question, yeah, I'm going to get called out on this one, I know, uh, world's leading, does Lloyds of London still exist, one of them went down, I think, ah, here you go, Lloyds of London, so it's an insurance company, uh, 334 years old, 1688 is when it uh, was uh, first opened, ah, there's got to be another one. Is it Lloyds Building? I'm gonna have to, good question. Okay, let's just check this. Lloyds of London and then we'll do Lloyds Bank, yeah, so that's three. Founded 1688, oh that's proper. Lloyds, uh, how do you spell Lloyds? Two L's, look at that. Lloyds Bank. Retail banking company. When were these guys founded? I am interested. 1765. Oh, okay, so, Lloyd's of, so there, Lloyd's of London, the insurance company, is 1688. And then Lloyd's Bank is from 1765. But I mean, it's still proper, decent, old. So this is one of the things that sort of impresses me about a, a city like London. And when you talk about the monarch, you talk about these institutions that... You know, they've been around for a long time, and have become more ceremonial in function rather than functional. In the sense that they're not the ones uh, necessarily calling the shots for day-to-day life, right? I mean, it might be uh, they might be more overseeing trust funds. They're sort of shuffling money around from um, pocket to pocket and from place to place to help out different places uh, and different peoples and stuff like that. Uh, how much do they do, how much, like, it's not as if they don't have a role, it's not as if they um, aren't serving anyone or anything, it's that maybe that their role has been sort of pushed out of the limelight, pushed out of the spotlight, and is a little bit more micromanagerial, or is it macro, micro managerial? So they're dealing more with the bigger things, rather than you know the day-to-day sort of uh, goings on of the people. That being the case, I mean, um, following the Queen's funeral on on the, the social so far. She, oh, it's uh, ten p.m. here, so she should actually be in. Well, the it should be all going on now because it's four p.m. Uh, London time that they are. Going to be committing her, as they they say, committing her to uh, where is she going? Uh, I just read this. Oh goodness, Westminster is it Westminster or Windsor? Windsor Castle—that's where she's going to be interred, I believe. So uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, that's uh, going on right now. The other thing that impresses me about the, the city of London is that the the plague <laughs> ravaged it and it got burned down. Uh, so it's a city that has survived and thrived and continued to regrow itself over, uh, over the years. Kind of like New York did after 9-11, which no one talked about this year. And I didn't even mention it la- uh, last week at all. Uh, but uh, even with that, um, Tokyo was the other city that struck me as a, uh, as a city that had that sort of regrowth, that resilience to it Uh, when you you go to when you go to Tokyo and you go to one of the museums and you see how it was just completely bombed um, to pieces and how the city has grown since then London was the same way London was bombed as well as again I mean with the the queen you can criticize her but at the same time I mean she had to oversee that and they live through that and there's there's, uh, not too many people who can say that they you know survived the london bombing there's a i mean yes okay there are the city did live on yes the people did live on yeah many did but many died in the process and it's uh one of these things where you know in that role people sort of look up to you and go what do we do now um you know given the fact that the city's been bombed who has the money to rebuild any of this stuff right it would be interesting to know who paid for the rebuilding of london after uh world war um too. I think the Germans got hit with some of that bill for sure. Anyway, so that's what we're we're following today, watching a little bit on the uh, the socials as they say. So uh, anyway, was able to uh, get some things done this uh, weekend, website updated, and the big cast getting bigger, or is it just more accessible by this? I mean, I've had enough people, and I finally got around to it. Um, I am in the process of uploading, actually, should have uploaded all the MP3 files to anchor.fm, which will put it onto Spotify, and then from there, I can spit it out to Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and probably Amazon Music as well. So the big cast that I've been doing for the last three years where I interview other people, uh, both expats and non and other creatives uh, that will finally be available on all the main channels. So you can tell your friends, uh, you can say, hey, look, I'm a pod- Hey, mom, I'm on a podcast. Oh, I know that guy, you know, that sort of thing, right? So you can share that around. You can subscribe. You don't have to go to my website anymore and try to download the MP3 and get frustrated with it. I know, I know, I understand I wanted to be indie, indie route was a limit, and I think I hit the limit, and I think it's time to maybe step up just a little bit more, my major concern with going to some of these big uh, podcast plat- platforms, there was two concerns that I had, number one uh, was the cost associated, so Libsyn is sort of your, your big go-to podcast hosting, but it costs like 20 bucks a month, Uh, to host these things, and I go, well, I already pay for a website, why would I want to pay for podcast hosting as well, which is why I put it on my website instead. Number two, in terms of deploying to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the reason I kept it on my website to stay indie, to stay sort of uh, under the radar a little bit, is because of the whole censorship crap that went on for the last three years, four years, where people were getting thrown out of the, uh, you know, in the uh, what was it, the struggle sessions, if you will. Everyone was being struggled against. And there was a cancel this, cancel that. And I kind of look at some of this, you know, the the podcast. And I just think, who, it just takes one out of context clip. And it's going to be who knows how bad, right? So it was sort of against it. Uh, just It was, uh, you know, some trouble that I didn't want. And I knew that if I put my stuff onto a third party, if someone else's server they have control over it so what am i doing that's why i maintain the mp3 files on my website i own that i bought it I, I support it that's all mine as far as as long as those servers don't go down right um but as soon as i put them up to anchor.fm i mean now they're going to be running ads against it i'm not going to be making money from that uh but also they can shut down that server anytime they want. They can block the accounts. So this is, this is something I was thinking about. I will also be deploying to YouTube on a separate uh, channel as well. So I'm going to be building that up as well. That'll give a, a, a secondary or tertiary method of uh, access. As for Amazon, I'm not sure if Amazon actually hosts it. Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts do not host. You need to send them the RSS feed. But Amazon, I'm not sure. I might be able to create a different one from there. Uh, but even still, I mean, I don't have anywhere else to, to host them. And using Google Drive or Dropbox, it, that's not what those are meant for. And I think if they see that happening, they might actually shut down the, uh, the account because they're meant for file storage, not for uh, file access, streaming and stuff like that. It's too much on the bad- bandwidth. So look forward to that big cast up in the big world. Delta module one, unit two, finally done. Unit three begins. Um, this will last throughout the week, and I think actually the the tutor tasks are due on Sunday or Saturday night, not Monday. Uh, not entirely sure. I've been submitting them on Mondays because that's what I was told at the beginning, uh, but uh, I might be late. <laughs> I might be wrong on that one. Um, unit three this week, unit four next week, and then there's a break in week five. And that corresponds with uh, National Day here in China. Uh, Which brings me to my final little yik-yak here. National Day. What are your plans? Good question. Uh, Because I was looking at the trains. And they're all sold out. And the flights are okay. But uh, a little bit expensive. And also, big question, where would I go? Don't know. Uh, Looking somewhere close. um, I don't know. It's... I mean... What? yeah probably somewhere nearby maybe shandong province shanxi uh not too far uh, i mean I'd, I'd love to fly down to hong kong for a bit but who knows uh, uh xian came up we might be able to go to uh, xian and see some things there but xian i mean you can see in a weekend right it's there's although people say it, you know lots of history yes but i mean all the things all the tourist hot spots you can see in a day two days see it in two days and be back for work on Monday morning, basically, at least in my opinion, anyway. Uh, all right, so good question. If you guys have any ideas for um, uh, National Day, let me know. I'd be interested. Thanks to the new listeners. Appreciate it. Uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Have a good laugh. Uh, learn something. Uh, laugh about something. And maybe love something new. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stevensternski.com. And, of course, one last sound clip from... Owner of Plan B, Trevor Metz. Thanks, guys, for listening. I appreciate it. We'll talk again. Bye, bye. Trevor Metz, ten years Plan B. Uh, how's it going? And what do you think for the next uh, for the first ten years? How was it?
1: First ten years were up and down. Uh, it's actually hard to describe. There's been so many ups and downs. Uh, the most brilliant point, I guess, in my life to date, uh, both as an entrepreneur and as a person, and growing and whatnot. The next ten years, I don't know what to tell you, man. China's Do you think you could place.
0: last another ten years? I mean, uh, I mean, ten years, China. It it proper. Thinks, no. I think this was the easy ten years. What about the next no, ten no, years? No, no, they
1: weren't the easy ten years. Really? They, no, not at all. Uh, the first seven years were a lot easier than the last three. Yeah. That's the issue. So, if they're going to remain this difficult, then no.
0: What about the next seven years? Okay, so if we're going next seven years? It
1: depends if they open up to business and they become a little more business friendly and if things become a little bit more fluid and that foreigners are coming back and that the zero COVID policy goes away, then perhaps. But
0: I doubt I would do another ten years. What do you think you would do different in the next ten years, given this current situation uh i don't think i would do much
1: different to be honest it's just a matter of letting business flow to the highest value and you know the dollars flow to the highest value and here that's quite a difficult thing i mean if you're not getting shut down by local government or policies that you're out of your control i mean you just you're helpless to whims. so that's the problem business needs stability and
0: that's what this place lacks right now cheers appreciate it to the next 10 years hope you work cheers thanks Thank you.